in the first instance. I must begin by apologizing for being late to Mass this morning. Uh, you know, I left the parish house at 9.30, knowing that one of my weakest links is getting around my way, knowing my way. I never get my way at all easily. So I ran past, and I noticed I was hitting already 32 east, no, 28 east. I had to, <laughs> I just said, you know, John, you're on the wrong path. Asked questions, I went back again. And then, before I knew it, it was already 5 to 10. Um, I'm sorry about that. My name is Father John Wanze. Um, I worked in Indianapolis for uh, close to 9, 10 years. And it was at a hospital, St. Vincent, on uh, 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 West 86th Street. And then I got back home to my country of birth in Nigeria, where I now work in a seminary uh, where young men are trained for the Catholic priesthood. Um, right now, we are on break, on our summer break, um, and I'm over here in um, Lafayette, Indiana Diocese, and then I've been asked to come to our Sifit Mass here. Um, I must say, uh, it's been a great pleasure being with you uh, in this uh, wonderful, fine church to celebrate the Lord's Eucharist on this uh, 25th Sunday of the church's liturgical year. Today, as I prepared my homily for this Sunday uh, in search of a theme, of a theme for our, for our reflection, uh, nothing so strong as this, the theme I want to share with you came to my mind, and namely, it is, virtue stands in the middle. And upon further reflection, I stumbled on a philosophical, call it maxim or axiology or, or, or idea, which I want to share with you, and I'm going to serve as the foundation for our reflection this morning. Our world was built upon and maintained on the idea of polar opposites for everything male and female, night and day, good and evil, and then pleasure and pain. Our lives are essentially just a hybrid of opposites where we struggle to maintain an equivalent balance between the two forces. At times, we find ourselves perhaps faltering towards one side too much, where we quickly try to rebalance the forces within us. Interestingly enough, most of life as you know it is dependent on the pain and pleasure concept, where the pain of one action can actually increase the pleasure of the resulting reaction. End of quotation. Now, one particular line for me cuts across to all of this, and that line I would like to 
once more repeat so that we have that as we reflect on our liturgy today. Our lives are essentially just a hybrid of opposites where we struggle to maintain an equivalent balance between the two forces. Yes, there are two forces. They're pulling us. You know, each one at different ends. The good and the bad. Or if you will, the good and the evil. These are two polarities. Means we oscillate between them. The two pillars. Okay? We just, we just move around them, between them. Now, these two forces can either be moved externally or internally. So the external is from the other person, while the internal is from within me. So the good can come from within me, or the good can be provided from the outside. The same with the evil can come from within me or could be coming from outside. So whichever way, there is a force. And this force can either be external or internal as its propelling origin. But what I think is that the force from within is much more lethal than the force from the external. Now, in our first reading today, from the Book of Wisdom, we heard how the author of that book presents to us what I will call the external force pulling us. And this time, not from the background of the good, but unfortunately, from the evil. We heard the reading. The evil ones, they are so afraid when they encounter the good. And in a bid to retain their evil deeds, they go attacking the good. Why? They want the good to be converted to their own way. So they pull the good from the outside. Most cases, if the good is not strong enough and has no good balance, they could fall away and go along with the evil people. And then they lose out. But if the good is so strong and has a strong foundation and a strong growth, then such a force from the outside by the evil will not take away the good. Remains firm and remains strong. And then at the end, they'll say, the life of the good is a reproach to us. Because the good lives an exemplary life and by so doing points out to us our evil ways. That is the force 
from the outside with an evil foundation. You know what? Evil can hardly stand the good. Evil cannot stand in the face of goodness. It just cannot. Now, I just talked about the good one being so strong and being able to overcome the external forces that is coming from the evil one. But there could be a good one who is not so strong, might be very weak. What happens then in that situation? In that case, the good might be having a sense and a feeling of abandonment. I think the people have abandoned me. I stand alone in this battle. And what next? You might just go on and on to think, oh, God too has abandoned me. I am totally alone in this battle. Where is God in this? I cannot find God. I'm sure that you may have had the experience of someone coming to you and telling you X, Y, Z. I do all of these things and this is what I get in return. Where is God in all of these things? I am tired. I will quit. Don't quit. Because the Lord has made a promise. Even Jesus, as he hung upon the cross at some point in time, what did he say? He cried out, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? That's that feeling. Why? Because the evil ones hung him on the cross. He was unjustly condemned and hung on the cross. Felt rejected by everybody. Even to the point of being denied by his own apostle, one of them. So he felt, humanly speaking, as though he had been abandoned and rejected. Yes. Feeling of abandonment. The feeling that everyone is against me, is against us. But here, I'm going to just say also, for persons who are paranoid, those are separate things completely. But this has to do with what I call a true feeling of a sense of amendment by an individual. It is to such a one that our psalm speaks to. Psalm 54. The Lord gives us hope here through the psalmist. Yes. The Lord will fill the void I feel because it is a sense of void. We feel that sense of void. But the Lord himself going to fill up that void. And this is the void caused and created by humans who want their evil deeds to perpetuate. And with the psalmist, we say, God is my helper. 
the Lord sustains my life. So if God is my helper, and if God sustains my life, then nothing will come to me. Not even the external force I will have any power over me. Yes. Thus far, we have been able to see how the external force will come to us, but again, we know that there is someone out there to help us battle the external force, namely the Lord himself. James, in our second reading today, now goes deeper to look at what I will call the internal force. And the basic mover of that is the passion. You see, passion in itself is not bad. It is what we do with it that counts, that matters. He now talks about jealousy and selfish ambitions. These are passions in man. Now, but then you get jealous of someone, what are you doing? It is coming from within, the internal force. Not from the outside. Or by the time you are overly ambitious, it's coming from within. Because there is something you're desiring. And whatever you desire comes from within. Even though enticed externally, but the, the, the end result of the longing for it has to be made from within because you have made a decision then. That's what James tells us today. And that force is more lethal than the external force. So what shall we do? Again, back to our polarities. The two polars, the good and the bad. What shall we do? The ancients, they understood and they knew the severity of this. And for that reason, they worked out a possible solution. I know what it is. Aristotle, in his philosophical thinking, picked up by Thomas Aquinas, Christianized it, sends the food to us, final package to us, by saying to us that virtue stands in the middle. Moderation. And through that, we shall be able to control the two forces, internal force and external force. The external force always God leading us by the way, as we heard from Psalmist in Psalm 54. So today, my dear friends, our prayer, my prayer is that we come to understand and appreciate our humanness, but also the fact that we have been offered the ingredients to live a life that would have much more of a tendency towards God. May our Lord Jesus Christ, who understood our nature and our weakness, 
and provided for us to take care of those things, may he continue to assist us as we labor and journey together as people of one family. Our goal today is to strive to live the middle way.